0: Hey guys, this is Biologically Speaking, and today's episode we'll be talking about. True,
1: you humans, this is the age of cyborgs, and I am going to take over the human race. Ha,
0: ha, ha. <sighs> this guy started again. What is this whole cyborg thing you're doing, yeah?
2: Bro, I think he's trying to become uh, internet 3.0, bro. Hey, bro, Pudhiya Manida, please come back to Earth bro.
1: I am back to earth, oh yeah. Hey guys. Yeah, I'm back to the earth, guys. Yeah, so bro, what were you like trying
2: to do, bro? Like, are you trying to like become a cyborg or something?
1: Yeah, so it's all depending on today's topic, right? So today's topic, we're going to speak about uh, cybernetic people or cyborgs. So what is actually a cyborg, right? So cyborgs are people who have electronic implants. Uh, which are implanted within their bodies in order to enhance a few abilities in their bodies. So they can have magnetic implants, brain implants, or like any other implants, right? So which can make them a step above the human race.
2: Right, right, right. But uh, before we become all like, you know, like the victor of uh, Justice League and all that, right? Let's just talk about some basic implants, like some take some real world examples. First thing that comes to my mind is a magnetic implant.
0: Yeah, magnetic implants are so popular. No, I've seen so many people actually put implants like uh, in their chest and in their like breast area. So they believe that no, they can sense the direction through that. So whenever they face the north or something, it starts vibrating. So they believe that they'll never get lost.
2: Bro, but what's the point of that, bro? I still don't like. Say, like unless you get lost somewhere, no, you keep trekking every day, and then it makes sense.
1: But is there any? I think you can like stick your hand to the fridge. That's it. Like a magnet.
0: Wow, this is the only thing you could think of with magnetic implants.
1: Easily opening the fridge with your own hands without like really holding the handle. I think that's the that's that's the implication I'm finding here.
2: Right, but uh, let's talk about a more useful uh, implant. I think RFID and NFC chips are like I think I see a future in them at least.
1: Yeah, that's right. So uh, nowadays, you see a lot of people uh, using RFID and NFC chips, which are getting implanted in their hands, right? Especially. NFC chips right so they are very easy to program and then you can actually program to open doors or car doors or like even public transport right like most of the uh, public transport now uses uh, NFC cards so if these NFC cards were actually uh, implanted in your hands then your entire transport system will be very easy for you right so I see a lot of uh, public getting a lot of a lot of useful impact with the uh, NFC implants in their bodies.
0: Yeah, you mentioned these things, no? I like uh, there's this person also who invented the the start, like he founded the company called Dangerous Things, right. So, they do these, uh, they surgically, you know, insert these kind of implants into your body. So, that's also one of the growing companies in terms of biohacking community as such. Right, right. Oh,
2: that's the dude who made a smart gun, right. Where only when the person, when the particular person holds the gun, uh, you'll be able to fire it. Otherwise, you won't be able to fire it at all. That's some cool shit. Oh,
0: that's so cool. So, yeah, but
2: what I see, like at least in my life, is uh, I can finally like get through army colleges uh, security gates easily. Bro. That's not going to
0: happen right. anytime soon. Don't. Yeah, do bro.
2: Like, if I have like a NFC uh, implant within me, like security can no longer stop me, bro. Like, if I don't have my ID card. Yeah, that's
0: there. But how about, like, you could use these implants for, like, some magic or something? I don't know. Like, I've seen one, I read one story where she has, like, some 26 implants inside her body. And she's, like, using it for magical shows and all. So, that's again one normal cool thing, you know. Like, magic will become more realistic, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's one of the implications. So, like, what if she uses a lot of LED lights in her uh, body, right? Like, make an LED implant all over her body and light it up. So, she might look like a god or something.
0: There was this guy, no, you know, who developed something called Firefly Implants. So, it kind of, uh, like, at least it's not like in the daytime, but during the night, the implant starts glowing. So, if you could do this magic in the night, probably that's a successful show right there.
1: I can use him as a bed lamp.
2: Okay, that's that's getting to the weird territory. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. can, like, let's take to some uh, prosthetic... Uh, side of, you know, bio-implants, like, the, I think the first thing that comes to our minds is, like, uh, being able to, you know, uh, see things that normal or our visual spectrum won't be able to normally capture, like, say, x-ray vision or, you know, radio, RFID and stuff like that. Are there any real-world examples of this?
1: Yeah, so, there was this one person uh, whose name is uh, Neil Hardbarson. So, what what actually happened to him is uh, he had this disease called uh, achromatospia. So, what essentially happens in this disease is that uh, his eyes cannot see color. So, he's completely colorblind. It can only see dark gray to black. So, those are the colors that he can possibly see. So, what he did was uh, he teamed up with a few scientists and uh, created a device where he could connect it to his ears. And it had an antenna where uh, it detects the light and you can actually see or you can actually hear to the color that the antenna is actually detecting. So further, what he did was uh, he he kept updating it, right? So the first upgrade he did was uh, he started making it surgically implanted into his brain. So the earphones part was uh, implanted into his uh, bone conduction part, right? So and his antenna used to um, get implanted into his uh, medulla oblongata part. So it sort of protrudes out towards his face and now he can like see things or uh, he it's basically like hearing things, right? So he can hear colors that he's actually looking at rather than uh, becoming completely colorblind. Then the third upgrade, what he did was uh, he started upgrading it to see more towards uh, ultraviolet rays and then uh, uh, infrared rays and things like that. So So now he can actually look at things that we humans have not even looked at, right? Or rather, he can hear things to things that we have not even looked at.
0: Yeah, he's like an upgraded version of us humans, right? Like, and when you mentioned, uh, like, hearing the colors, right? I was reminded of this story also. So, a guy called Rich Lee also, he had implanted, like, headphones in his uh, tragi That's his, it's in the ear. So, and he also did, like, uh, implants in his pelvic region and all. So, he was pretty famous at that time. So, it's like, he didn't, he doesn't need phone or like uh, to receive anything he can just like tap on his ears and all and he'll be able to communicate with people so that was one of the like rage during 2013 time when like people were like very intrigued by this kind of implant
1: yeah that sounds like uh, telepathically talking right like uh, charles xavier from x-man so you can just oh. get into people's mind and say hello what's up and it'll be damn creepy also sometimes one thing is that if I get to hack these things, right? I'm just going to like hack everyone's uh, bone conduction uh, implants and start putting bochburi songs. That's my evil idea, actually. Bro, that sounds like a really fun idea to do. Yeah, everyone's going to keep listening to Raja Raja Raja, it'll be so irritating.
2: Yeah, right. But moving on, like, uh, what's the scene about like uh, hand prosthetics and all? No? Like beyond its medical applications, like, are we seeing any real life examples of people having? superhuman
1: strength and all that yeah so like when it comes to hand prosthetics right one thing that i see is uh, people are using their hands as speakers so they have a small inbuilt speaker so they use it to listen to music and things like that i've seen a few things like that and there's also this drummer
2: right who uh, who faced an accident apparently uh due to some fatal accident and what happened was he had to amputate his whole arm, and later, uh, he had a brilliant idea of, you know, uh, somehow, compositely like include his uh, drumsticks along with his prosthetic hand and being able to like play it in according to his his limbs. So he, he's able to like craft newer newer beats and stuff because he has two more drumsticks in one hand and one in the other. So totally three drumsticks where, which he can use to make like new beats and stuff
0: that's the best thing like making your disability no more disability is the best thing you can do also there's there's this is one more like story that i came across it just popped into my head right now like when we were discussing about like uh, the firefly tattoo and all i had mentioned that time i just came across this something there's something called biosensor inc so that's developed by the technical university of munich so there it's like the uh, tattoo no? it changes color according to like the sensor. So like there are like three sensors. So one is like the pH sensor. So if you guys remember our litmus paper test, right, how acid to base could be detected by change of color. So this kind of does that, the pH sensor based on your acidity and basicity, it will change the color. One like detects the uh, glucose level. So you could like monitor your sugar levels and the other was like protein carrier albumin and also to detect the levels of those. So it changes color according to the condition.
2: Oh dude, that, that has like go- cool as uh, medical applications at least in the short term. But beyond that, what I can think of like uh, in my life where I can use this like in... Uh, so you guys remember these chemistry experiments where we used to measure uh, pH of certain liquids and titrations and all, right?
1: Correct,
2: correct. Yeah, so what you could do is, all you have to do is put your finger inside like a certain uh, test liquid and you can immediately find pH, bro. Like you don't have to struggle through your entire process. like. while doing the experiment and stuff.
1: Right, right. So I was just thinking, what if you wanted to check out for like hydrochloric acid and like, yeah, you casually put your finger inside and then when you lift it up, it's not even there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like moving on to like some more, like I would say futuristic things. How about like if you could have implants in your like brain or your nervous system or your spinal cord? Is there like research going on around that field?
2: Yeah, yeah. so right now, like, neural implants are uh, mostly restricted to medical applications itself. Like, there are so many uh, locomotive or uh, neurodegenerative disorders, right, which, like, disables people from uh, moving their muscles itself. Like, they're totally, like, they cannot move at all. So, there's this is one company called Utah Labs, which uses, like, an implant which contains, like, several electrodes. And it can detect like electrical signals of your brain of, of a particular region of your brain. So what these guys have been working on is being able to, you know, uh, enable a totally disabled person to be able to use computer by just by just his thoughts. Like if he say he thinks of opening a certain file, right, he can immediately open it like just because he thought of it. So that's what these guys are currently doing. But the bigger problem that they're currently facing is that there's a requirement of uh, open brain surgery. That is one big implication. But there's another company called uh, Synchron, who have developed a stent-based technology. So stent is basically a long wire, which you know ha- which you know you can insert it into your body, and basically you don't have to have like a complete open brain surgery or stuff like that. So you just need to make a small incision hole, and you can just insert your probe or your implant, and you can like carefully put it on the location you want to and these are some tech that i have found actually
1: i wish stephen hawking had such tech dude because he was such a brilliant person like he had to do more work right so i wish he had such tech and he could sort of impart his knowledge to us bro yeah
2: talking about stephen hawking right so his final book uh, called grand design right you know how he wrote it they use mm-hmm. this technology where uh, so, there's this one muscle in his en- entire body, uh, which was present in his face, that could move. So, what what the scientists did was, they uh, made a IR sensor, okay, which can detect the movement of that muscle. And he was able to write uh, using that. So, using that sensor, uh, and based on his muscle movement, he wrote the entire book out of that.
1: Oh, that's crazy, dude. When you guys
0: were talking about uh, these things, right? I also came across this uh, Elon Musk Neuralink. So I think it's very similar to what uh, Utares are doing. So, uh, like he's working to control uh, like the brain functions. They're trying to get the data from it and try to control the data. So presently, actually, he did a live demonstration on pigs uh, presently, but again, human trials will take a long time. But it did show some positive results. So I think the future looks good regarding your uh, brain implants.
1: Yeah, that brain implants are like really scary sometimes right so i was just watching this movie called chappy where uh the entire consciousness of a person is transferred to a data chip and then that data chip is then transferred to a robo i mean it's like becoming immortal right in some certain way because your consciousness consciousness is what makes what you are and if that becomes an immortal. Uh, chipped or if it's into an immortal being, then I think that gives you an immortality spell, right? Yeah, that that would
0: totally
2: become immoral, bro.
0: (laughs) Right. But I think if it's in a roboid thing, it will still not be that big of a problem. So, it's like, what if uh, you could put it, one person's dead person's consciousness into another person? I think that'll be a a bigger, uh, I don't know, moral conflict, I feel, because it'll be a fight between two consciousnesses, right?
2: Yeah, you, you exactly remind me about a game called Cyberpunk, bro. Where because of certain events, a, a person has has had to put a you know a immortality chip into him. So what this immortality chip contained was a complete personality of a of a rock star. Okay, so well, you are the main character, and you have this chip in, inside you. And every time you start you know like thinking of certain things or dreaming, this person appears actually like, and he starts influencing the decisions you make. Or the, even even like even the basic decision that you take with regards to food, right? He starts he starts controlling it.
0: Yeah, this this sounds damn cool and all, but don't you guys think like if you put so much chips in uh, like into a body and like connect these things, lot into your IoT and all, won't it have like a lot of consequences like in the future?
2: Yeah, what I, I in the short term, what I see is a lot of uh, immune reactions happening against the implant that you put, right? Because it's a totally different material. But uh, still, like, uh, right now, recently they found a, a new result where apparently, you know the melanin, right, that makes your skin color. Apparently, it's uh, electrically conductive. So, they, they were thinking as to, like, if we can use melanin as a material to make these electrical implants instead of, you know, typical silicon or, like, plastic and stuff like that. Kind or, of using
0: your own skin cells to make the device so it won't be immunoreactive. So,
2: yeah, you could Correct. And I think one more bigger problem is how do you, you know, power up a certain implant, like how do you, you can't, you can't put battery, right, because battery has a lot of dangerous chemicals within it and you you cannot always trust it, right, because one day definitely it might leak out and it will cause severe poisoning to your body. So that is one more, I think, a big challenge that the current uh, bio uh, cybernetics is facing, actually.
0: Right, so also it's like, uh, as you mentioned, you can have like metal poisoning and all if it leaks and if you're, if you're meant to like connect all this to IoT or internet or we bring in those kind of things, there's like more possibility even like hack these implants, right? So if that happens, I think it'll be a big disaster if you can hack your own biohacks. That again, we'll, we'll have to see, like we have to get that ca- control of technology.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So, there are a lot of disadvantages to what's going to happen if you have an implant also. So, uh, so Shankar, what do you think the entire world is going to uh, move towards these implants? So, what are your opinions?
2: Bro, so what I feel about um, implants is they are a good thing because we as a society are progressing towards like a space-age civilization, right? So, we are bound to face and and our climate is like changing like rapidly, like Because of our uh, greenhouse effect and stuff. So we need like implants or certain other uh, man-made items that can, you know, enable us to survive better in these, in such extreme conditions. So I definitely see a lot of opportunity in implants. But what I see in the future, right, like the best, most optimum way of bringing an implant is through like nanotech, say using nanobots to, you know, actually like, enable us to bring superhuman strength, you know, by, you know, artificially making mitochondria to pump out more energy and stuff like that. So in that way, I'm really optimistic about uh, this implant.
1: Yeah. So talking about nanobots, right, it reminds me of the movie Bloodshot, where uh, Vin Diesel is made up of uh, nanobots and then he has superhuman strength and things like that. So moving on to uh, Mugda, what is your opinion on this entire uh, uh, situation of biohacking through implants?
0: Right. So What I think is like if we go for like more safer implants, I think we can presently start off with like as we had discussed like magnetic implants or RFID implants. In future it may have an effect because just like how we are so accustomed to like you know digital payments right, right now so that we don't go for anything cash and these things. So in future if like cards and those things could come into a chip inside our body, I wouldn't mind with those kind of implants. But yeah, brain implants and neural implants, at least like in the recent future, I think we may not be able to like have a positive this thing. So I think with the future technology, if it improves and if it is really safe to use those, I think I'm all for it. I'm ready to take these implants.
1: That's good, actually, but that both of you really want to take implants. So coming up to my opinion, right? So biohacking through implants has good and bad. So, the good part is that your life is going to become easier, right? Like uh, NFC or uh, RFID implants, it's going to be easier with your public transport or your credit card being a part of your body and things like that. But uh, one thing is that when it comes to neural implants, right? So, I have a feeling that neural implants will um, get controlled by the government. So, if people can actually understand your thoughts and try to gauge your thoughts, right? So... It will be more easier for the government to understand how a person is going to become a criminal. And before he becomes a criminal, they're going to catch him or they're going to arrest him, right? So that might be something that is very uh, unfortunate or that is very unpredictive. And uh, yeah, so this entire thought process came to my mind when I was watching this anime called uh, Psychopaths, where every person has a psychopath or a rating according to what their thought level is. So, if they have a very high psychopath, it means that uh, they're going crazy or they're going to become mad in some time. And so, hopefully, they get arrested by the uh, police or something like that happens. So, this right, is right. what my opinion is.
2: All
1: oh, right, Bro, uh, this is a damn uh, thought-provoking
2: idea, dude. Like, when we think of neural implants and stuff like that. And uh, and with that, this episode was quite intuitive, actually, because we, comp- we, we, we were thinking of so many amazing ideas. Like, whether it's, you know, dual consciousness or even basic ideas such as industry chips that can make a big difference to our society as a whole, right? And uh, with that, I would like to conclude this third episode of Biologically Speaking. Thank you for listening and please do follow us for more episodes. Thank you.